0: This is Roberta Foster and welcome to today's edition of The Author's Corner brought to you by KNEO, 91.7 FM The Word. And today I welcome Shelly Rushing Tomlinson to Author's Corner. She has written the book Seizing the Good Life, which is published by Salem Books, an imprint of Regnery Publishing, and she'll tell you more about how to find the book at the end of the program. And a little bit about Shelly, she's an award-winning author and humorist, a blogger and speaker, and host of the All Things Southern podcast, Her titles include Suck Your Stomach In and Put Some Color On and Heart Wide Open. She and her husband, Phil, live in Lake Providence, Louisiana and have two children and five grandchildren. And, Shelly, I can imagine it's a great time at your house.
1: (laughs) Oh, it's a lot of fun here. Thank you for having me, Roberta. And we have actually six grandchildren. I think the, the old bio got pulled in there, so... I would just be remiss not to say six because of that
0: little caboose that's here now. (laughs) Well, how wonderful that is. Uh, Yes. All right. So the title of the book is Seizing the Good Life, Discover Peace and Joy Through the Study of John's Gospel. And you do something a little unique in the writing of this book in that you uh, actually address the Apostle John um, through the various chapters of your book. How would you come up with that idea?
1: Crazy, right? (laughs) So, yes, I I, I always laugh and say that my agent, when I began telling him how I wanted to do this book, and he was a little hesitant. He said, you know, you're kind of creating a new genre here because of the way I address the material. But, yes, the first thing I do is issue just a blanket disclaimer. This is not any kind of a seance. That's not biblical. I'm not doing that. What I'm doing when I write to John, so each chapter in the book, to just set this up for those that are visiting with us, each chapter is broken up into three sections. And so Barbara was referring to the first section is Dear John. And then the second section is Dear Reader. That's where we unpack the biblical meat of that, you know, corresponding chapter from the gospel. And then there's Dear Jesus. And it's a journaled prayer that I've written for all of us to implement what we learned in that chapter. But that Dear John part is just me talking to John. I've spent so much time in John's gospel that I just thought, well, I would just write him back. <laughs> and so each at the um, opening of each chapter, I just talk to John about what's happening in our world. And um, my, my goal, Roberta, is for people that are, are reading it for us to kind of see what life was like when Jesus broke into John's world mm. and into the life of his friends and family, so that we can better recognize Jesus in ours. and And that was my goal. And so, yeah, it's a little bit different, but I love how people are responding to it um, from the you know feedback that I'm getting.
0: Well, and it appears as I've glanced through the book that your Dear John sections are a lot of stories about what's going on in your life. And one of them Mm -hmm. includes your grandson, Connor, uh, singing with tears on his face. Uh, Why don't Mm. you tell us more about that and how you brought about the um, adult section of the application of that chapter? Oh, I would love to. Thank you for that question because I
1: love that story. So once a year I have, in the summertime, we call it Pops and Keggy Camp. Keggy is my grandmother name. And my husband and I host our grandchildren here. We live on a lake in Lake Providence. And the week is about um, well, it's where cousins come to become mm-hmm. friends, is what I say. But it's a, we build it around morning devotion. But this particular story happens at Keggy Camp. A couple years ago, when I was making the rounds and putting all the kids to sleep, you know, you uh, read with them, sing with them, pray with them individually. And when I found Connor, his big old brown eyes were filled with tears, and he was missing his mommy. Mm. And I pulled him up really close, and the wind, the room was dark, and the moonlight was coming through the slats um, in the window. And I asked Connor, I, you know, I was snuggling was him and helping his little heart. And I said, well, Connor, we don't have to sing your favorite song if you don't want to. You know, Keggy, I just pray with you. Because he loves this little light of mine, and mm-hmm. all my grandchildren have, but Connor really loves it. He sings it. He's He's just a little... Fun thing, and he he loves it with different cadences, and so sometimes he wants to sing it with a country beat, and sometimes <laughs> it's a jazzy beat, and I just, however, he wants to sing it, I join in, and we have a big come. But I asked him, I said, we don't have to sing it if you don't want to, Conkine. And Connor looked at me with those those eyes filled with tears, and he said, I, I want to. So together, with with little tears on his face, we sang. This little light of mine. And if people aren't familiar with it, the lyrics say, I'm going to let it shine. Mm -hmm. And as I looked at Connor, I thought, wow, this is such a picture of so many people in the body of Christ today in our turbulent, anxious world that are so nervous and anxious about everything that's going on. And they're wanting their light to shine, but their knees are knocking (laughs) and they got tears on their cheek and they don't know what to do. And and really, it was that moment, um, i long loved the Gospel of John, and, and you know, i had always knew I would write on it, but that moment filled it for me, because that was in the middle of the,
0: mm.
1: uh, right before the pandemic, uh, right after, yeah, right before the pandemic, and so in the, the months after that, when the pandemic came, and I, I watched all the anxiousness, and, and I thought, this is the moment for John, because... John helps us understand the peace and joy that is our inheritance as believers, and I thought, this, this is the moment. So Connor really um, inspired a lot of that with his determination
0: to sing that song with
1: tears on his cheeks. Mm.
0: Well, we certainly have a lot more to talk about with Shelley Rushing Tomlinson, the author of Seizing the Good Life. It's published by Salem Books, an imprint of Regnery Publishing. And you're listening to Author's Corner on 91.7. And by the way, if you miss any part of today's interview or would like to just hear it again, you can find it wherever you get your podcasts. So, Shelley, I'm turning to Chapter 7 of your book, and it's called Own Your Ever- ever thirsty soul. And in here, you mentioned that you've been having interactions with hopeless and anxious people on a scale you've never known Mm -hmm. before. And Mm. um, you mentioned the pandemic and certainly that's part of it. Uh, But I don't know that there's a lot more peace in the world today, even though we've kind of passed by that Um, period of mm -hmm. time. Um, Mm -hmm. So tell us about this chapter and what you mean by own your ever thirsty soul. Oh, my gosh, I
1: just, I'm going to try not to suck all the oxygen out of the room with this response. (laughs) I mean, you just hit on something that is a soapbox of mine. and, And that is that our greatest strength is realizing that Jesus is our greatest need. You know, that position ourselves that way day in and day out that, you know, I not only needed you, Jesus, for my salvation when I came to faith, I need you right now. I Mm -hmm. need you every moment of every day. I I need you to parent well. I need you to grandparent well. I need you at my job. You know, I need you with everything Mm -hmm. that is in me. And the seventh chapter of this book, I use an illustration of my grandchildren that um, they have a stuffy. And that's a little stuffed animal that, you know, they all would go through the seasons when they were little kids, little bitty, of having the stuffy to put them to sleep. And and when I began telling the story, it was because the youngest one, the caboose, uh Kennedy, had lost her stuffy, and it was nap time. And so the house is in total disarray. where all We had eaten all together after church went Sunday. And so everyone's looking for Kenny's stuffy because there's going to be no rest without it. <laughs> and we finally find it, and I, I have a picture of her sitting on my hip, grinning, you know, like choking the little stuffed giraffe <laughs> to death. And and so I tell everybody that, you know, we, we know it's precious to us, but we know there's coming a day when Kenny Stuffy is not going to be enough, you know, for what's going to come into her life. Mm-hmm. And I liken that to how you and I, as believers, can use the things of God as stuff instead of going to God for relationship. Mm-hmm. By that I mean our church services, even our devotional, you know, the things that, um, you know, that we can read and then put our Bible in the back seat or, you know, wherever and leave church and, and just forge ahead and try to do as well as we can to the next Sunday or you know, maybe to the next Bible study or the mm-hmm. next devotion. And so we can use the things of God. I call them Jesus stuffy. Mm. But but they're not enough. I, I'm not saying don't do them. Oh my gosh, I'm a big proponent of living in God's word mm-hmm. and, you know, having the body of Christ around us. I'm saying yes to all those things. But I'm also saying that this is not where your hope and your peace and your joy are found. Those things can be used as stuffy. What we all need is to go directly to Jesus Mm. and on the fact that we leak, that we can fill up Sunday morning and be dry Monday evening. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so we go back to Jesus himself. And and this is where we nourish ourselves, in his word and in prayer. Mm. And don't let the things of God become a substitute for Mm -hmm. that relationship with god
0: well believe it or not i'm still in chapter seven and i found this by just flipping through pages so i'm gonna Mm -hmm. trust that it's something that uh, our listeners need to hear Um, you write that he being jesus could fulfill Mm -hmm. all their hopes and dreams if they would only come Mm -hmm. to him and believe In this poignant moment, Jesus was offering his listeners the same invitation he's extending to you and me. Come to me, believing I am all you need, and I will be your supply of overflowing joy. Isn't it the
1: truth? You know, in that where you were reading is where Jesus in the seventh chapter of John, he stands up in the temple and he says, you know, I am the living water Mm -hmm. and you have to know the background or it's so encouraging to know the background of what led up to that moment because jesus says that at the end of a festival that is all about the jews hope of a messiah that's going to come and pour out living water on them they've spent seven to eight days just feasting and fellowshipping Mm -hmm. i call it um mardi gras without the debauchery, because <laughs> i girl. But, you know, they are just having a party for seven to eight days of just pure excitement about that day that that they have heard, uh, you know, that the priest have told them that God's going to pour out His Spirit on them again and heal their nation. And at the end of that is where Jesus stands up, and it's a mic drop moment in in, in our vernacular because they know what he's saying. When he stood up and he said, I am the living water, Mm -hmm. come to me, they understood that he was saying, I'm the fulfillment of everything that you've been looking for, Mm. and this is how we come to Jesus. When we come and we acknowledge that you are what my soul is thirsty for, that my soul wakes up thirsty I, you know, I'm, I, there, it's it craves um, mm-hmm. everything from entertainment to comfort to peace. You know, it craves. It wakes up craving, and when we take all those cravings to Jesus and we say, "You are what I'm looking for," we can watch Him. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, put your seatbelt on, because <laughs> when you come to Him, acknowledging that He is all you need, mm-hmm. He will fill you up, mm-hmm. splash out of you,
0: and land on all your friends and family around you. hmm There is a great deal in this book, and so if people want to get a copy of it, uh, Shelly, tell our listeners how they can find out more about Seizing the Good Life. Oh, thank you. First thing I'd love for them to know is I enjoy
1: talking to my readers. I love talking to readers. (laughs) So they can find the book. I'd love for them to find the book, but they can come see me as well at ShellyT.com. So Shelly has an I-E, so that's S-H-E-L-L-I-E, T, she is for Tomlin's and my last name. But if they come to me at com and they hit a button, I'll answer any question they have mm. about this life that I'm describing. But my books are sold wherever books are sold. <laughs> they can go to Amazon. Oh, they can buy them there at my own website if they want them personalized, of course. But they can go um, online. They can go to any brick-and-mortar bookstore. But I would encourage them to pick up Seizing the Good Life and let me help them. Just show them. I love to write in verbs. Each chapter is a tool that can help them. Uh, find that good life that we're all looking for mm. and that good life is Jesus Amen. himself
0: so one more time the book today is Seizing the Good Life and we certainly thank Salem Books an imprint of Regnery Publishing for giving us a copy to talk about today and Shelly it's been a pure delight chatting with you thank you so much for your time same here I have enjoyed you very much let's stay in touch and God bless you Well, to our listeners, we do appreciate you tuning in. This is Roberta Foster on the Author's Corner. Join us again next time.
1: If you live within the broadcast area of KNEO Radio, we have a podcast just for you. The KNEO Community Connection keeps your finger on the pulse of what's coming up in the four-state area, telling you about upcoming events you don't want to miss, organizations in our communities doing great work, and conversations with the dynamic citizens who are behind it all. There's a lot going on around you that you don't want to miss. This is Luke Taylor. Join me each week as we talk about what's happening with the people who are making it happen. Brought to you by KNO Radio 91.7 FM and the Sky High Podcast Network. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.